0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Hoops and Cards. This is Gary, your host. I got some stories, man. I was at a card show this weekend. I I called my wife. I'm like, it's like Disney World. It's like Dallas. It was, oh, it was, you know, it was one of those events where you're like, this this is going to be a blast. And and it actually was. And uh, a lot of these card shows and big events are popping up all over the country, not just in... Dallas or Chicago, like the national, but maybe in your hometown. And if there isn't one, maybe it's your turn to start one because, oh, that's another way to make money and get get, uh, connected in this hobby. But yeah, today, an episode of Basketball 101, card show lessons, card show stories. I got to think of some real title for this. Card show extravaganza, card show adventures with cardboard relevancy. I don't know. Like, what are we doing? Oh, but I had a great time and I'm here to talk to you about it and share some advice. 101 level basics on what a card show is. You maybe heard a previous episode I did about, hey, we're going to a card show. Well, this is like part two, part due of that. So let's get after it. Yeah, Basketball Cards 101, card show strategies, card show adventures. You know, for some of us that you've heard about these things, but man, if you got into sports cards in the last year and a half, we haven't had much of anything as far as in-person live events. Thanks a lot, COVID, right? We've had eBay, we've had Starstock, we've had our podcasting friends, and that's fine. But now it's like in-person Events and big full weekend card shows. And some of you have never been to one. I'm just saying, you might have been to a shop. You might have stood in line and paid your dues at Walmart. You might have even tried to click refresh on Target.com Friday morning at 8.18 a.m. for 46 times and, and couldn't cart anything. That would never happen to me. I'm just telling you, you might have done all those things, but you ain't been to a card show yet. And ain't real certain of what it is, and ain't wanting me to keep saying y'aint, so I'm done with that. But a card show is basically whether it's at a big um, hotel gathering room or at a flea market or at a convention center, it's where vendors, dealers, sellers, sports card enthusiasts can set up their own stands, tables, stations and buy and sell cards it's like an expo it's like a big i don't know man it's a trade show it really is people come and buy sell and trade and they bring what they've got some people bring everything some people bring just the stuff they want to sell some people bring just what's in season one sneaky guy this weekend at our card show had almost no basketball cards i'm like i see what you did there this guy doesn't want to sell low when the basketball card market's down i get you I see you, John, Colin. I see you guys, seasonal seller. That's smart. That's just smart. So there's probably a card show in your area or at least within an hour driving distance. The one I went to is at the Hartville Marketplace. I want to just shout out to Mike with at Canton Card Show. Dude, that was, it's, it's growing the excitement, the buzz, the turnout, the vendors. It was awesome. It's the same one I've been to. Yeah, you it know, happened once or twice a month in different locations, but once a month in Hartville. And holy cow, man, um, an outdoor pavilion, indoor in the big marketplace. And I, I just have to say, that was a blast. And uh, it's so funny because all week I knew I was going to this card show. I knew I started to like sell things I didn't really want to keep for too long. To have some cash, there's a little bonus tip for you. Go with cash. Go with some actual dollars to your card show. I mean, people might people might take PayPal, Venmo, or the Cash App, whatever that is. But people were coming from all over for this thing in Hartville. Little northeast Ohio, Hamlet, small town. Uh, just northeast of Canton, southeast of Akron. I, I assume none of you people in Singapore... Saskatchewan or Seattle have a clue or care to have a clue about what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, even in the smallest and, and least, you know, who would have thought Hartville would have this rock and card show? And I'm so proud uh, to have been there again. And the thing here's another thing: um, you've heard me give some tips already. Take cash, buy and sell things according to their season. Well, card shows. I think you probably have one within driving distance and guys it is worth it if there's a really good one it's worth it to drive an hour or two if you need to to attend or to set up and sell to go with friends maybe that are riding down to it, it I it's totally worth it I was at this card show on Saturday from like I got there early spoiler alert there's some more advice you're gonna get to a show the best stuff at the best prices is available early. You want to be there in time to get that deal on the R.J. Barrett Marvels. Actually, it was just fair price. I just really wanted that card. I really wanted R.J. Barrett's Marvels card from last year. So his rookie in an insert set you've heard me talk about. But, guys, I didn't see any other Marvels cards except for the two I bought early on in this show. I didn't see any other ones, even though I asked around 70 what? 75 vendors? Most of the guys had heard of them, but hadn't seen them lately. So score, uh, I found two, but get there early and the card show gets better the second or third or fourth time you go, especially now that man, it's so nice to be able to go to a show where you, you can be outdoors for some of it. You don't have to wear a mask the whole time. There's just, there's just this, you can actually talk to people. <laughs> it was so funny cause some of these guys I had met at previous card shows, and yet we'd never seen each other's real face like they just seen my eyes and a mask or my reading glasses so i can look at the the little copyright 1996 oh, okay that is a kobe rookie pacific regions blah 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 like i can't read the small print without my readers if you know what i'm saying i need a shout out from all my friends in houston you know what i'm saying so, but I'm wearing a mask and then my reader's glasses and that fogs up and it's like, I can't go through this guy's 50 cent box. I can't pull out the Keldon Johnson prism rookies that are buried in there. Cause I can't, I can't, first of all, I can't breathe with that mask on very well. And second of all, with, with, with the small print, I can't, I can't fog up my glasses. So it was nice to have like freedom, freedom. It was so good to be there and to see lots of people And like I said, guys that I've met, so there was a part of me walking around saying hi, found out that there's a brand new card shop in our community. So funny, I was just thinking like a week ago, and one of the reasons you go to a local card show is you can meet so many people in your area and see what they're doing. Met some people that are starting online platforms and events, some that are doing live breaks on YouTube and Facebook Live, and then there's this new card show that's literally, it's like six minutes from my house. Sweet! So uh, they were there, they didn't have a, a booth, they were just running around, handing out flyers, meeting people, and saying, hey, we're coming, we're here, and uh, what an awesome thing to meet them and see that. And then to just, really, to, to look for deals, that's that's one of the things that I guess uh, maybe it's old fashioned a little bit. Maybe it's hey, all the cards are there at once, and uh, it's more fun to look at them in real life than it is to look at them on a screen. Whether I mean, I, I love using StarStock and ComSea and you guys have heard me talk about eBay and all the benefits and, and ways we can we can collect and invest online, and that's great. But at a card show, you can actually see the cards hold the cards, look at them closely and say, is this centered enough? Sometimes I'll go through a stack of cards and decide one or two that I like and make an offer, but I can actually see if it's, if it's clear. Some of those cards too, I, I actually bought one football card, one football card, but I still liked looking at all of the new select, all of the new prism football stuff, loved it. I'm not investing really in football, it's more just for fun. I like to collect a handful of players. Most of them went to Ohio State or played for the Cleveland Browns, so I'm a local guy. But I'm just saying it is great to be able to look through the cards and sort through, here's a thing that you just can't miss. And I'm not the only podcast talking about this now that a lot of us are throwing out treats and advice and ideas for working a show. There There are the beautiful looking cases where dealers and vendors will display their $500 cards and their $1,000 cards and their $100 cards, like the real expensive stuff, a lot of it is graded. And so that's impressive. And then off to the side, they'll have, yeah, there's my dollar box, there's my $3 box, there's my three for $5 box. And I'm like, all right, that's what I'm hitting. Because sometimes you and I both know guy's a guy's card might be worth a dollar right now but you've seen him play you've seen the stats you know who he is you're like hey wait a minute if that box has any kenyon martin jr rated rookies feel me if that box has any channing fry silver prisms did i say channing fry oh my word i meant christian wood Christian Wood. Sorry, Channing. I would probably buy your card too, Channing, mainly because your podcast is great. But that was about Christian Wood. Christian Wood, Silver Prism from this year. It's like his first Prism card. It's like it because it actually is. And so you can go through somebody's Prism Commons box and say, hmm, really, that's his first card? Shake Milton, Lou Dort, Christian Wood? Okay, okay. Doesn't have the RC on it. Doesn't shout rated rookie, but it is. And you can score some deals there. So the, one of the things I love is that adventure of seeing who's got dollar boxes, $2, $3, $5, $10 boxes that have some gems. I don't mean gem mint, but sometimes they are. I mean like diamonds in the rough players that maybe, maybe their price is jumping. Maybe their playing time is up. Maybe it's down right now, and you're like, Why is Darius Garland in the $2 box? Get him out of there. Rescue all of the Darii. Basley, Garland, I don't care who. Get them out of somebody's dollar box and into your collection. Card shows give you that advantage. You can ask people. So, uh, oh, here's, uh, I'll say this. I'll save this for the second part of our show. I was at this show. I thought I could, I loved them, like, called my wife. I said, I might be here all day. And I knew we had some like other like important real family stuff to to do and house you know projects and you know, blah 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 all that's very important, but I was like, I could actually stay here all day if you don't if you know if you're busy at home <laughs> um, card shows are fun. I would say, go to a local card show as soon as you can. listen to this podcast on the way and say, I'm gonna go have fun. I'm gonna look for cards that I want, that I've been hunting for. I'm gonna I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna make two or three new friends. The more you talk and hang out, the more questions you ask, the more you learn about the hobby and people will tell you their stories. <laughs> I can I can tell you so many times I'm just standing there looking at some cards or going through a box and I'm overhearing story after story after story. Guys love to get together and talk about their sports story some card they got a great deal on some chunk of valuables that they've been they, they've been waiting on PSA or SGC to get back to them some some sale that they made like it is fun to listen and learn or some opinion they have holy cow like they, there are a lot of crazy opinions flying around at sports card shows and and hopefully you're even listening to me because you actually like basketball you like sports and cards And one of the best parts of being at a card show is those conversations that you just can't schedule, but you need to have them and they're fun and they're engaging and informative. So guys, basketball card 101, like card shows, find one near you. And after the break, I'll share a couple of, I mean, just game changer. uh, Let's just call them emergent. Let's call them dominance. Let's call them obsidian tips. Like, next level hacks and advice, all right, for making the most out of your next card show. Garland, four on the shot clock over Jakob, naturally. he's really feeling it. Yeah, so I listened to the first part of our episode already, and I'm like... Boy, I, I built up the hype, didn't I, for these these next level tips that I'm going to give you? I I did a few basic things, guys, for this card show uh, in advance. I would I wouldn't say that they are super uh, complicated or anything, but I I gave myself a limited budget, so I took out cash and and uh, had a limited budget for this. I did a little bit of game planning, like what do I really, what cards do do I really like. Or that I'm interested in, or that I would like to look at in person. And so for me, I told you I zeroed in on the Don Russ Net Marvels I was looking for last year's. I, I was looking for any of those really to see if there would be a reasonable price on them. I also knew that since Prism Basketball is out and guys are starting to display single cards or some of the best cards, or even just have a box full of prism basketball not draft picks prism this year's 2020 and 21 and i knew this would be a place where i could look through and find a few rookies a few base cards maybe some stars that i just didn't want to have to order online you know and and you never know what you're going to find in somebody's box so i knew that i wanted uh, some lebrons because i still view lebron james as my favorite player and a guy i enjoy collecting guys this has to be fun Uh, Remember that about the hobby I I know that it is at times very profitable And it's fun to chase the waves To chase opportunities to make some money And they're still out there Many of them are out there But I I keep going back to LeBron As I, I enjoy collecting LeBrons And at times I will resell them And make some money off of it too So I was looking for some more recent LeBrons That I didn't already have And I was also aware that at this show, there would be several sellers, several dealers that I had seen before, and I know kind of what these guys have and what I want to go through because some of them have like dollar boxes or $5 boxes, or I mean, there was even a a 10 cent box, meaning any card in the box is 10 cents. So if you're willing to just dig a little bit, some of these boxes, the guy hasn't gone through them in two months. And so players that you know have had a a rise in playing time or their their cards have gone up in the last two months, maybe they're still in that box. And maybe you can find some Julius Randles, some Jeremy Grants. Uh, I I found a lot of good Talon Horton Tucker, Keldon Johnson, Darius Basley, Nikhil Alexander Walker, a lot of first-year cards, actual PRISM, regular PRISM base cards of those guys in a 10-cent box that I just... Boy, if you have the patience and you're willing to look through some cards and not just look for the shiny thousand dollar like you, you know, your budget, you know what you need to do, whether you're starting at a low budget. I mean, I'm still trying to find deals. I'm still trying to find bargains or prospects that I can I can hold for a while. I got a couple cards that I might send in to PSA. Yep. Or someplace else to have them graded. And uh, we're going to have an episode on Basketball Cards 101 here soon that's about grading and, and doing that. But all I'm saying is I had a budget. I had some goals. I made a commitment, though, that I was going to walk around at this show and see everything, see all the tables, see kind of just a basic overview of what these guys had before I bought anything. And then I'll tell you, I've tried this before, and it's hard because at times you get stopped or at times you're like, oh, I got I to gotta look at this. This, this is a card I want. It's so easy to get stopped, but but I did realize after walking around and spending a little time seeing what, what everybody had, it gave me some power to make rational decisions, not uh, quick spending or not, I got to have this decisions because it, it's it's usually not a race. Like You do want to get there early, but sometimes if you see a card you like, you can say, hey, Bill, can you hold this for me? Even if it's just for 20 minutes. I think I want it, but I I I need to think it over. And some of the guys will do that. And I don't want to take advantage of that. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it just to do it. Um, but yesterday I ended up doing that with with two dealers, and at both both occasions I went back and bought a handful of cards from them. So I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad I looked early. I'm glad I had a budget. I had a goal. I came back with all those things. I got some net marvels. I got some current Prism players that I couldn't find or I didn't want to pay on online for the shipping and didn't want to have to wait to get a card that I, I hadn't seen the kind of condition it's actually in. I was willing to sit down and go through the cheaper boxes of cards. And that that does take a little bit of time. I enjoy that. Maybe you don't and that's okay but i am telling people that's that's a great way to level up you could go to a card show with 10 bucks walk away with 100 you know anywhere from 20 to 100 pretty decent cards that you could find in the quarter box 50 cent box 10 cent box and you know say you came home with 50 cards for 10 bucks it's possible that each one of those 50 cards could be worth at least a dollar to somebody else maybe two Maybe five, maybe $10. I was able to get several cards out of a dollar and out of a three and out of a $5 box that I think, right? We don't know for sure. But I look at, I basically do some research before the show and know what the cards are going for on eBay and uh, look at the sold items. Like you can do a search for Drew Holiday Bowman rookie card and click. Go down into the filter and click sold items. You can see the last, you know, 20 sales of that card and what the price is. And if somebody doesn't care about Drew Holiday or, do, you know, they've got such a massive collection of uh, superstar players that, you know, they can't they can't possibly price every one of them every week. So you can find some deals there that you can resell. That's that's the next level thing. But like anything, you have to be willing to with your information and your inspirations, so like your hustle there, your willingness to be patient, and not just chase LaMelo Ball and not just chase the big silver graded cards. There's a way to do that, but I'm just telling you what I did. I'm still sticking on a budget, very tight budget, until I get my slabs back from PSA. Then, then things will open up a bit. But right now I'm saying I wanted to go get the cards I wanted to get, and I wound up getting them uh, more than I bargained for. And and uh, here's another thing that I love about shows is that when you're buying a card from a from a dealer or a vendor there or a guy at a stand, usually you can package deal. That is key. <laughs> that is that is worth you listening to the whole episode. Package deal. You buy three, four, five, ten cards from a guy, and he might add up the prices. In his head and say the exact number. But I I bet more often than not that seller, he or she will add up the prices and then knock off 20%. Just like they do. I mean, a lot of stores do that too if you buy in quantity. My point is do that. And even after they say a number, make a counter offer Now, the two two of the three guys I, I dealt with yesterday in buying bundles of cards, they said a number and I was like Mm, okay, I'm gonna add some more cards to this deal. You know, we're we're um, we're leveling up here. We're bundling, getting more cards. So I wound up with a Dirk Nowitzki rookie in in a bundle deal. I wound up with a J.K. Dobbins. That was my select football card score. I, I wound up with some of those Kenyon Martin Jr. Don Russ rated rookies. I like him. That was cheap, but look at his last ten games. Go to DougStats.com. Do a little research. Last ten games. You're going to see some guys jump out at you. And Kenyon Martin Jr. is one of them. So, guys, I loved going to the card show. I had a blast yesterday. I I will let you know how it goes as far as some of those cards I'm going to keep for a while. Uh, Not that you all care about my collection. I'm trying to give you tips. Here it is. For when you go to a show, first of all, find one. Get to know the people. Have a budget. Have a plan. Look around the place. Like, see everything before you spend. The longer you hold on to your cash, you do have the power to make offers, to do bundle deals, to dig through and find the bargain prices that are there, right? I will say this. The last few shows I've been at, the Wax, if you want a box, blaster box of prison basketball or select football or any of that stuff. A lot of that stuff does sell early on. So it is, it is worth it to go early and know what you want. But listen and learn and enjoy it, guys. That was fun. Can you tell I had a great time? I love telling you about it. I love that. That some of you guys are, we're, we're connecting on social media. Connect with me at Hoops and Cards on Instagram, and let me know about your next card show experience or something that you've learned lately from going to the show. Holiday sets up Levert for a corner three. Put it in. Guys, that's a wrap. Basketball Cards 101, another card show. I should add that later that day, I actually did go to that new card show in town and uh, connected with those guys. I actually bought another card, believe it or not, a Russell Westbrook Fleer rookie, one of those that looks like the 86 uh, Fleer, that classic set. So that was fun getting to meet another local sports card lover enthusiast and their new shop that was that was just a thrill i encourage you go to uh, you know make make your plan a few weeks in advance if you can but go to a card show meet some new friends uh connect with you want to connect with us on just message us on at hoops and cards on instagram or hoops and cards podcast at gmail.com got some exciting developments that we will roll out here in the next week or two But, guys, thanks for listening. I can't wait to join you on our next episode, the end of the regular season awards. (laughs) Hoops and cards, baby. Great ball rotation. Middleton. Giannis downhill. Slides it home. And the Bucs lead by three. Yay.